Master Skywalker, there are too many- Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Hello, and thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. My name is Pat. Don't call me Padawan Collins. And in greetings and salutations is the mayor of Alderaan, Andy Hanlon. And I'm Ryan, getting sithy with it, Sherman Hess. Ah, we both did it. Uh, getting sithy with it indeed. Gentlemen, how are you today? Doing all right, Patrick. I'm okay. Good, good. Well, you guys are looking it's, great. It's, uh, I got four days in a row off. Oh. Ooh, I know that's nothing compared to your uh, 365 days in a row off. <laughs> oh. Hey, with with these kids, Uh-oh. I tell you, I'm working. Nailed it. 24-7. 24 glasses of wine a day. Seven oh, boy. hours a day. I don't know that. Well, um, I, I, I get one and then the weekend well there you, there, there you go there you go uh, we are on the eve of Canada Day right now happy uh, ho- hope you celebrated uh, accordingly um, uh, however that is uh, Canada Day is a little bit of a thing right now in Canada we won't get into that we're not overly political on this podcast uh, but uh, speaking of political though a certain Starship, beloved Starship, some would say, has come under fire recently and is in a little bit of a media media spotlight, I would say. And that is the craft of none other than Boba Fett themselves, Slave One. Apparently, on the newest edition of the Lego edition of the, uh, uh, the famous bounty hunter ship, it has been renamed to... Ready for this? Boba Fett's Starship. Boba Fett's Starship in lieu of Slave One. Hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Initially, without getting into too, too much extra details, extra information, immediately gut reaction, how do you feel? But that's just for the toy, right? We talked about this. It's just yeah. for the toys. Yeah, it's it's for Lego right now, and maybe this is maybe this is Disney's way of seeing how fans would react. Test it on the Legos. No one takes the Legos think, seriously. I think I'm okay that for now, if they feel it important to change the the wordage, um, which is their choice. You know, we won't get in. As you said, we're not political, so we we won't get into all of it and what it means, but, mm-hmm. um. I think, you know, if they're choosing to go down that road to change it, when it comes to the toys in the interim, then I'm okay if for now they call it Bobo Fett ship or starship. I would like them if they're going to change it to address it, perhaps in his show or somewhere else in the canon, somewhere along the line and actually give it a name that is a little bit more original. Mm-hmm. Like... It wasn't Boba Fett's starship. It was actually Jango's starship. Well, let's be honest. I mean, it was first introduced as Boba Fett's starship. That's who who initially had it. Uh, it got a fresh paint job uh, from the time that his father had it that we saw in Attack of the Clones. But, uh, yeah. True. I mean, there are slaves in Star Wars, though, right? Like, Anakin is a slave. They're not going to change his origin to unpaid worker now, I don't think. So... I mean, yeah, in the right? context like, of Star Wars, it does make sense to have a ship maybe called the Slave One. I don't know the full rationale, like in the, within Star Wars. You know what I mean? Um, I well, in, the, in the Wikipedia article that I see, in the canon section, there is no explanation, and I'm just looking real quick in the legend section of Slave One to see what the origin was. Uh, so Jango Fett had actually stolen this vehicle, uh, this fire spray class starship, named it Slave One. There's no reason or justification as to why he named it Slave One. Um, it, it was like a prison 
uh, prison guard vehicle for this prison moon, I guess. It was a commonly used patrol ship, I guess. Uh, Fire Spray 31 class patrol and attack craft is what its name is. Uh, Yeah, it's... uh, It's not not like he's flying around in the Adolf Hitler or something. (laughs) Hitler won. (laughs) They won. Like... I mean, okay, I, I kind of get it for the toys, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, hmm, is that really? Yeah, all the thing? It's, it's you know he 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 he's a bounty hunter hunter that hunts and murders people, but the concern is that his ship is called Slave One. That's where the problem. That's where we draw the line. That's that's what we don't want the yeah. kids to. Don't worry, don't guys. And, them to, and I mean, in the context, like you said, of everything Star Wars. There are slaves in Star Wars. Like, yeah, but is this their biggest issue? Because there are many, one could argue, I love Star Wars, but you could argue there are many stereotypes or yeah. characters within Star Wars or groups of characters within Star Wars that you could assign to a certain population um, <laughs> in our oh, own watch world. Watch him tippy-toe. Watch him tippy-toe. In our Let's own go. world. Um <laughs> Oh, which is not it's which thin. is not appropriate, but it it's is thin. also it was a sign of the time. So you could naturally write some of that out and not go back there, given mm-hmm. it, given the landscape and the environment in which we live in today, um, and the world we live in today. I totally respect the the need to shift, um, yeah. but you have to go back and make up for things that were. Not to say they're okay, but like painted with the brush of the times. That's kind yeah. of a, 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 a cop out, I guess you could say. I, know, I struggle with it. It is. It's tough. It's it's you know, we are subjective to the times that we are currently living in, and that is, of course, like looking back on the atrocities of of mankind itself. Like h- human beings are total pieces of shit. <laughs> like looking back at what we do to each yeah. other and what we have done some, to each other or, some are for sure also if you think about like if you go to disney and they have like the imperial march and the stormtroopers come marching through and it's people run to see the parade or whatever i mean star wars it was largely influenced like the empire is clearly influenced by the nazis right like it's yeah. like the matching uniforms they're called the storm first storm 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 in the force <laughs> awakens with General Hux giving his declaration, yeah, screaming with those giant like red curtains behind yeah. him, so you can, and then you the stormtroopers have... throw their arms up. <laughs> so you're gonna have like a stormtrooper parade at Disneyland, but or a genocidal like you know maniac or you know a fascist like Darth Vader. You're gonna sell Darth Vader toys. Capitalize but, on it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna you know draw <laughs> the line with Disney calling fashion. Boba Fett shift slave one. Well, don't yeah. don't worry. In uh, in the legend section of Wikipedia, it says that um, it, uh, Slave One was subsequently replaced by Slave Two. So don't worry, guys. It's not going to be called Slave One anymore. It's going to be called Slave Two. Slave Two. And the the cycle will will break. Will be released from this terrible curse, and we can all go back we'll to living. The, the, the Emancipation Seven. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the the Lincoln. Uh, but anyways, someone who's not happy about this at all is uh, Chaboy, Mark Anthony Austin, uh, one former guest, friend of the show, we'll call him, uh, of mm-hmm. um, uh, a guy who played Boba Fett himself. Uh, he was actually in like the New York Post regarding his outspokenness. He's done. Se- if you've looked at our Instagram over the past couple uh, couple of days, we've. I've retweeted some of those or reposted some of those pictures that he posted. He's very, very passionate about the subject. And I actually kind of like how he put this one article um, uh, or this one quote. He, he put it in like a Boba Fett background. So here's his quote entitled Slave One. And I quote, let me, let me start by saying that I hope this isn't a rebranding. I hope this is limited to just a Lego set aimed at kids who are new to the character Boba Fett. That is my hope. Slave one. It's <laughs> it's that all important one that is the key. It's the one that makes capitals all the difference. If you ask someone, uh, if you ask somebody what slave one means, 
they are either going to be familiar with Star Wars or they are not. If this person is not familiar with Star Wars, then the one will confuse them. They won't know what you're talking about. They know what slave means, but slave one could mean anything. They wouldn't have an answer to give you. If that person is familiar with Star Wars, they'll tell you exactly what it is. It's Boba Fett's spaceship, befitting his profession and his ominous character. I am Boba Fett, and if I don't stand up for Slave One, then who will? Mark Boba Fett Austin. End quote. (laughs) So there it is. From Boba Fett. I'd I'd say I agree with that. He explained it much better. It's I I like that the one is the big differentiator here. It's not called the slave or the slave ship or the slave like it's it doesn't have. Uh, and I, again, I'm speaking as a white male. Very little, you know, context as to what some of the triggering feelings and emotions might be with that word slave itself, but the slave one aspect. It's it's kind of like a it's almost one word it's all together, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, it's 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 tough waters and tough for me to be one to say, um, you know what should and shouldn't be by any stretch of the imagination. However, um, I, I like that differentiator that you know if you say slave one, it's either going to confuse the hell out of the person, i.e., they don't know, uh, they've never or they're not that into Star Wars, or, uh. And a quick just quick explanation might rectify that, or they'll know exactly what you're talking about. And they'll say, oh yeah, that cool, awesome starship of Boba Fett that kind of looks like an iron if it's turned out on its side, then it's it took Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. I think I think it would help too if we had a better explanation as to why he calls it Slave One. Like give us some sort of like commentary on like, I don't know, I call it Slave One because I'm descendant of clones who are basically treated like slaves. So this is like a way to kind of ironically turn it on its head. I'm going to call this slave one. This is my vehicle. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I like like that. If if there was something, some kind of like uh, justification for it or, or like Mm -hmm. emotional attachment in in, in the ways of like a story, a backstory to it. Um, but all, all we really have from this Wikipedia article is that, uh, originally Slave One was a prototype police vehicle from the asteroid prison Uvo 4. There were only six <laughs> of the model in the entire galaxy, all on Uvo 4. So, I don't know. Uh, and, and then hijacked by Jango Fett, made his own modified, much in the way that, like, you know, the Millennium Falcon was with the tons of modifications into making this badass escape vehicle um but uh yeah it's th- there's no real backstories to why it's called what it's called mm-hmm. so yeah, i don't know man i don't know we need george lucas to weigh in absolutely that could do more harm than good <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just... he's he's getting his time he's getting his time he's 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 busy writing his episode of Andor or Ark of Andor. I don't know, mm. but um, yeah, I, I guess that's all there really is on that. It's just a Lego set for now. It's not a total rebranding at this point. Uh, as we sit here, um, the last day of June, 2021, but time will tell. And uh, I imagine we're going to see a lot of this ship in the book of Boba Fett. So mm. I also feel like, too, when Disney does stuff like this, I feel like it's just, it's like the Barbara Streisand effect. It just it brings people that would never have a political stance on this or even care about it are going to weigh in on this. And it's going to, you're going to have controversy on both sides no matter what they do now. And I feel like they should just. It's a very, like, divisive move, <laughs> you know. And... Of all the things to, to do, like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't know what they're doing sometimes. Sometimes, like, it's it's. It's like strategic in the sense like they're trying to be, you know, progressive. But then also I feel like it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Who knows? Who knows what Mickey and his whole gang are up to at the uh, the old Magic Kingdom. And uh, But as we say, come December, maybe we'll get enlightened. Get some ideas to what the pickles is going on. Um, but yeah. 
Who knows? Apparently, Pickles. Uh, apparently, Rugrats is coming back. Tommy Pickles. It is. It is indeed. E.G. Daly really? and the whole gang are coming back to revoice their uh, iconic characters of uh, of Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And if we're really going to go off topic, another reboot is coming up. Beast Wars. Maximize. trip Maximize. Oh, that's right, folks. We have confirmation that Ron, don't call me a son of anarchy, Perlman, is voicing Optimus Primal in the upcoming... (laughs) This is such a diversion from Star Wars, but I don't care. It's... Star Wars, Star Wars, can you uh, can you, can you step out of the room for a second? Star Wars, out of the room for a second. Thank you. We'll 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 bring you back next week. Take the week off. It's fine. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay, okay, guys. We can talk about other shit now. We can talk about some other shit right now. They're bringing back the fucking beasties. And remember that beasties in beasties in Canada, beast wars in the U.S. For whatever yeah. reason, speaking, I don't even know why. Speaking of different, because the term wars was not uh, savvy enough for children. It wasn't. Uh, we don't want kids celebrating wars. We don't want them participating in the idea that you know wars are cool. So we'll call them beasties until they're eighteen, and then we need them to join. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then but, but then it becomes like a watch, reverse like, taboo uh, subject, and they want to what get. What was the sh- what was the show that came after Beasties Beast Wars? Um, it had some of the original cast in it, but it was like a it was, different. It was like it was like all on Cybertron kind of, but it was like really yeah, but like, they were, the, they're gun metal. It was all like organic. Weird. It was all yeah. The animation was different. They had different like body shapes and their their transforming was a little less robotic and more it was called like organic or something like that yeah i think i remember seeing a couple it was really cool though because it it tied in the original beast wars and how when they left earth to go back to cybertron and how they was got it megatron was the stuck to the ship i remember that was that in it he like yeah held on yeah to it and they... he just became like attached to the ship and then like other characters changed um or their sparks would be around and then i think it was like silver bolt and black arachnia and like waspinator or uh, and uh, rhinox he they actually became like different uh characters their spark was like in i don't know low monetary oh, they, mode did they, they combined right did, was that a thing too some of them combined i think so uh one of the, yeah it was like the ant guy and tarantula was it was that a thing Oh no, mm. who combined? Oh, that was in Beast Wars where um White the Tiger, Tigerbot or what was his name, the White Tiger one. That's right. Um he and the Eagle, I forget her name. They became they one. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Inferno anyway. was my favorite character. <laughs> Inferno. My queen. The queen. <laughs> yeah, the queen. Stop calling me that. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> Rat Trap uh, was definitely my favorite. Although I had, I I loved the Rat Trap uh, Dinobot relationship. It's very good. My my um, first email address I ever had was the Hotmail one, and it was Bond Inferno because of James Bond and Inferno from Beast Wars. <laughs> the Golden Eye time in your life and Beast Wars. It was around the same time, you know, yeah. the mid to late nineties. It was it was on fire for uh, for good quality. Good quality content. Mm, big fan. Anyways, uh, Ron Perlman, uh, he voiced Optimus Primal in a short-lived YouTube series. Um, I don't know how many episodes he was actually in. I, and I can't tell if someone actually, like if Ron actually intentionally sat down and recorded this line or two that he actually has, or if someone just like pillaged it from a previous film of his, of previous voice recording, and then modulated it to sound more, uh, more, pr- more primey, <laughs> more transformy, more robotic, and then put it in Primal. this character's voice. Um, but it's, well, that's it's not bad. just prime. Oh my God. When he says that, if there's not just an explosion in the theater, then well, what are Andy we doing? Had, what are we 
doing? I still remember he had the Optimus Primal toy, and it That's was like true. they. So I think Beasties or Beast I Wars. I think I got came, rid of it though when my parents moved. I think it's gone. Well, I remember when there was still Beast Wars toys that came out before the show came out that were kind of like pretty cool. But then when the show came out, then there was like a show, like toys specifically made for the show, and the Optimus Primal was that one, and it was so much bigger and so much cooler than all the other Beast Wars toys. Yeah, it was awesome. Jones. The Optimus Prime, that was a great toy. Optimus Primal, I remember that. Okay, Optimus so here's the toy. here's the game here, fellas. Now that Star Wars is out of the room, we have Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. Uh, I'm going to pepper you guys with some of the other characters. Okay, first of all, let's say, ah, yes. who do you think is going to play Megatron? Now, we're talking about Beast Wars. The voice. Voice. The voice, obviously. They're, the voices. Yeah. It's got to be Christopher Walken. <laughs> primal. Wow. What are you, Optimus wow. Primal. You're an ape, but a robot. It's crazy. I would. Uh, <laughs> You're driving me bananas. Yeah, or Jeff Goldblum. What was that well, sparkles? I, I, oh. <laughs> I still think Hugo Weaving needs a good, honest shot as Megatron. I feel like if you read some articles about his initial portrayal of Megatron oh. in the 2007 film. He he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He had no kind of context for Transformers whatsoever. He recorded his lines in like two days, in, out, the payday, see you later. Well, he and had- didn't they reuse <laughs> his lines for all the other movies too? I don't think he ever re-recorded them. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I just figured they used a whole the- other Megatron altogether <clears throat> instead of... The Megatron in Beast Wars though. Yeah. Like a conversation style. Yes. Like he... I, you need someone serious, but that can also play that like humorous Ooh. side. I think I know who I know. Who I you know. got? Um, Giancarlo Esposito. Wow. Moff Gideon. Wow. Moff Gideon. Good I call. Mean, he, he's like the go-to villain actor right now, but he has that like kind of. He's got the voice for it. He that, could he could exaggerate that out a little bit. Yeah, if he, if he brings he a little can, bit more presence, a little bit more of a boom, a little bit more of the bass to the voice, I think he could nail it. He has that condescension, right? Where he can be terrifying, but then also just like just so dismissive and condescending. Where I think that's what you want from Megatron. Ooh, a nice little Star Wars tie in there. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. I I support that. I support that. Okay, what do you think about uh, Rhinox? Ooh. I was always a big Rhinox fan. I was disappointed in that like spin-off Beast Wars show when he became the tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he went he went kind of evil cuz it just wasn't consistent with Rhinox. Yeah, he's supposed to be like that old school like good old boy. And they were trying like, to save oh, him, like save his spark. Yeah. They were trying to reactivate his spark again and bring back Rhinox out of like his subconscious. And that first scene and, when he uh, first had that like chain gun, those two chain guns, because oh, for the longest time he was such a pacifist, he would never really, he didn't really have any guns or any kind of major yeah, was. weapons. But then he, the one episode he brings out those two rapid fire machine guns, it uh, that changed the game for Rhinox in, in my opinion. But um, uh, I, I have so one hard put- that would be a lot of fun. John Goodman. Yeah, but John oh, Goodman geez. was in Transformers. I thought was John he? Goodman too. I actually, yeah, he was in the last two Transformers. Oh, for crying out crap! I, I'm obviously yeah. out of date. Oh, shoot. I forget who he I feel what, so. what Transformer he plays. But the the Transformer is essentially built in John Goodman's likeness, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigar. It's like a like an exhaust pipe as a cigar. Oh, that guy! It's fucking hilarious. I know, John yeah. Goodman, shoot. Oh yeah, it it looks exactly like him. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> I was originally thinking John Goodman. I, I, it's hard to be put on the spot because I'm trying to be like I'm trying to really remember what his voice sounded like, but then also like you don't necessarily want someone who's going to sound just like the yeah. cartoon. You want someone that has that that energy, right? That kind of like you know. I know powerful- my Cheetor. I know who I would pick for Cheetor, or like an option for Cheetor. Okay, who do you got? Rhinox. For Cheetor, I, I would say Tom Holland. I oh, like Tom yeah. Holland could Tom Holland would be good. I got, I got one he's for got Cheetor. That, like, he's got like that. It's kind of like what he is to Iron Man in the Avengers stuff. Well, if we're going to go Marvel, I would say uh, you could do um, Drax for Rhinox. 
Oh, okay. Uh, ba- uh, Batista. Mm-hmm. Batista. Okay, interesting. As as, if he doesn't play him stupid, if he just plays him like kind of mm-hmm. wise. Yeah, yeah, that kind of gravelly, yeah. deeper voice that uh, kind of similar to his character in that. I've not seen the entire thing, but that zombie movie that just came out on Netflix, like War of the Dead, I think it is. Mm, it's it's okay. <laughs> I haven't seen all of it yet, but they they just got to Vegas. If you right. if you've seen Aliens, it's pretty much that movie. Okay, there's like line for there's shot for shot and line for line. Oh no, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. there's a couple moments. I think it's more Zack Snyder doing an homage to those kind of movies. But yeah, yeah. there's a, there's some lines that are like line for line, line for line. Okay, I like that. Do Rhinox. Um. Ooh, you know what? Terry Crews. I think he might be a good Rhinox as well. Terry Crews. Maybe I don't know. I'm reaching, but uh, okay. Can he make? Okay. Can, can they, as long as they make his pecs dance. <laughs> click, Actually, click, you know, click, you click. know who would be a, a even better for Rhinox then if we're going Brooklyn Nine Nine is um, Holt. Could also be a good Rhinox, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Uh, Andre Andre Brower 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 Brogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, if we're gonna go Brooklyn Nine Nine, and this was my this this is what I this is why I looked up Brooklyn Nine Nine in the cast for it. I was looking through for two guys in particular. For rat but trap? No, not for rat trap. Uh, for, so Hanlon, who do you got for Cheetor? I said Tom Holland. Tom Holland, you did. It. Okay, sorry. So anyway. uh, Andy Samberg for Cheetor. Yeah. If he's bringing that kind of like comic relief side of things, mm-hmm. silly, goofy, whimsical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan, do you have one for Cheetor? No, I think Tom Holland was... Tom Holland is yours, too? Salt okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay. Uh, let's save Rat Trap, because I think he's going to be one one of the best ones at the end. Um, what about Dinobot? Mm. The, the Velociraptor? Yeah. Predacon <laughs> Yeah, that, like, that, that kind of, like... He kind of like that evil voice, yeah. agitated all the time. He, he was like the the dinosaur version of Starscream a little bit. No, 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 he wasn't. That was the pterodactyl dude. No, but the, uh, pterodactyl was a terabot. I think his name was Terra, like, ter- uh, yeah. pterosaur. pterosaur. He was basically Starscream. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but he was more yeah. of like a second in command. I, I, he dies off pretty quickly though. They actually introduce a Starscream in Beast Wars in an episode, like a spinoff episode. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, that's true. He takes yeah, over they- uh, Waspinator's body. Uh-huh. Nice. Consciousness. Oh, Wasp or was it Waspinator that was more like Starscream? I'm No, it, it's it's uh Pterosaur. Well, I, I always thought that mm-hmm. Waspinator, Waspinator and, was like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, Waspinator and Pterosaur were kind of like Rocksteady and Bebop from the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of like the two dopey henchmen kind of thing. Whereas I thought Dinobot was like more of a, a hypo aggressive uh Starscream where he wanted well, to like take well, over. Well he was a former Decepticon or whatever. That switches the Maximals. Yep. Pred- Predacon? Predacon? Oh, Predacon. Predacon. That's, that's right. Dinobot Decepticon. was. Well, Dinobot yeah. was, yeah. But then like, he yeah, wanted yeah. to, I think, take over or disagreed with Megatron's ideas, and then and then he switched sides. And then him and Red Trap just got into all sorts of arguments. Um, but anyways, so Dinobot, who do you, who do you think? I'm trying to think. Fuck. It's a tough one. He has to also sound kind of sinister too, right? Yeah. Like we almost don't quite trust him. Can I go back to Rhinox for a second? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's very like you'll hear it and you'll be like, oh, he he always plays as like some sort of wise person. Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. I think Liam Neeson choice. would his voice would be a if you think of Liam Neeson like the Chronicles of Narnia. I didn't watch all those movies. As I saw him in one as like the, the very insightful lion. I feel like he'd be a great choice. Liam Neeson. <laughs> I think the, I think mm-hmm. Liam Neeson would be good. That'd be fun. Or Har- Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Just grappling. Like, you know hey, you know what? Rat Trap? Fucking Mark Hamill. Yep. That's tough to argue. If he... If he embraced his Joker esque tone, hey, but adjusted it, yeah, that got me. Mark that fucking Hamill. You know who else Mark Hamill could do? He could do Megatron. 
Yeah. I think, okay, uh, okay I'm going to take this a step further and say, like, uh, fuck, I'm try- again, back to that, who would be Starscream? Because I think Mark Hamill would be an amazing Starscream. If he- or you mean uh, ter- uh, t- the pterosaur? The pterosaur, yeah. But I don't think that would be, like, front and center enough. I think, like, Mark Hamill is, like, an offer-only kind of guy. So mm-hmm. he's... Oh, do you know who also would be a good Rhinox? Who's that? Peter Dinklage. Oh! Yep. Yes! Nailed That's it. it! That's it. Nailed it! Peter Dinklage would kick a million asses as Rhinox. Yup. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Okay. We're cooking with peanut oil now, baby. We got Peter Dinklage, <laughs> Rhinox, stamped it. Okay. Um, Dinobot? Vin Diesel could could family fight the Beast Wars? He's got that gravelly gravitas to it. Who's who's an actor who plays like characters who are like untrustworthy, but then turn out to redeem themselves in some way? Um, Andy Serkis. Um. Andy Circus could do that. Yeah. He'd be a good Dinobot. He'd be a good Dinobot. I, I could honestly, if, if we're talking about a Transformers movie, I don't know how Andy Circus doesn't play a part in that. Like, I well, feel like. Because he can't motion capture himself into being a car, Andy. No, but he's, he, 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 he does tried. voices, though. He, <laughs> he, he does voices very well. <laughs> a for effort. He grew wheels for the role. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like Andy Serkis could probably do a good Dinobot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Andy Serkis is Dinobot. I like that. I like that. Um, okay, do you guys want to pick a bad guy one, or do you want to go to Rat Trap? What do you want to do? Well, I think we've put names out there that could be many. Like, Mark Hamill could do a Rat Trap. Andy Serkis could honestly probably do a Megatron or a Rat Trap. Given like their yeah, how good they are with with voice work. Um, I like I like John Leguizamo for Rat Trap. I think that's that's a perfect casting. Who's who's John Leguizamo? He's what? he's he's Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. He's oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in so I mean, I many movies, and that's the one I fucking drop from. Oh my <laughs> you're god, talking about, he's in though. Chef. He's in Jeff. He's in. Um, uh, he he Dawn played of the, the dead, clown in the Spawn. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. uh, the Violator slash clown in Spawn. Um, that's where I first. He was in Mandalorian. First, he's, he's a Mandalorian. He's the Mandalorian. He's the voice of the uh, the Cyclops guy. He's the yeah. voice of oh, yeah. Kid the Sloth from uh, the Ice Age franchise. Ah, you know, you know who would be a perfect uh, uh, Rhinox too is uh, John Favreau. Oh my god, that's fucking tough now. John Favreau even looks like Rhinox. <laughs> oh, that'd be good too. Oh man. Peter Dinklage could I mean if we're going Peter Dinklage could also do Megatron. Peter Dinklage is Megatron? Yeah, that, would, that would be that so- would actually yeah. It, I, if Peter Dinklage did his like Tyrion Lannister accent from Game of Thrones and then exa- exag- talked more exaggerated. If he's he got gives some gravitas to yes. his voice. I will. Yeah. I will do. Ma- I am a man I will, who drinks. I will do very, <laughs> very raunchy anatomic things in the movie theater if I hear that. Yeah. If, if and when Peter we're we in Ontario, or nothing was more funny in uh, Infinity War than when Peter Dinklage plays the oversized. He's a dwarf. Guy the giant. The He's the dwarf <laughs> that makes the hammer. You were supposed to protect us. <laughs> Look what he did to my hands. <laughs> Hanlon, can we go back to that Schwarzenegger-esque Peter Dinklage you just dropped? <laughs> you were supposed to protect us. <laughs> yeah. What happened? It's me, Peter yeah, Dinklage. Saw. What's the matter with you? To make Storm Chaser, Storm Breaker. St- Storm oh, Axie. Uh, trying to think who son uh, of a bitch. What other characters are in it? Okay, we got um I mean we got like Tigerbot and we got uh Falcon um Air Razor. That was that was the lady's voice. Silver Bolt was cool. Black Arachnia. Black Arachnia. So Black Arachnia is a 
She would. I definitely think she would be in it as a Predacon to start. Um, Scarlett Johansson. She also turns. <laughs> She's kind of a go-to for a lot of like badass you got, people. Characters. You got Black Widow on them. You got Black, Black Widow. On the yeah, that's right too now. close. That's too close. <laughs> Black Widow and Black, Black Arachnia. Arachnia. Who could play a good Black Arachnia? Uh, Angelina Jolie, maybe. Yeah. Um, Someone with like a very like. She's very like. I don't mean this like to sound like it sounds, but like a very she's got like a very manipulative, kind of seductive type yeah. of way in which she speaks. Oh, you know who would be amazing but would never do it would be Meryl Streep because she did um, the the Reverend's daughter in The Simpsons. Oh, did she? Bombard. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was Meryl Streep. She's, yeah. Oh my god! You hear, I didn't when know you that. listen to it, you can actually hear it. Hey, Bob. Be bad, Bart. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, interesting. Okay, maybe maybe the Streep, maybe the Streep, maybe Meryl Streep. Um, Who else? What what's another option for that character? Emma Stone. Oh, I fucking mm. hate Emma Stone. No, mm. I th- I feel like nah. she's got that little bit of rasp to her voice. That's kind of like that. She kinda... does have the rasp, but can she do maybe like em- Emily Blunt? Maybe. Uh, I think Emily she's too bubbly, but her... maybe. Emily, wasn't she in uh, the Devil Wears Prada? Emily Blunt? Oh, I can't remember. I don't think I ever saw that. Or like, Anne Hathaway? She... Yeah. Maybe if you think I, about her maybe Anne Hathaway. And, and Cat, as Catwoman. Yeah. Her She's great as Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking of, the, the voice in Catwoman. Oh, I got it. Um, um, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah, Maybe. I, I, from I Love You, Man? She's got that. Ca- and, yeah, I Love You, and, Man, and, and Karen from The Office. Oh, oh actually, if you're going um, Parks and Rec, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I like that. I like Aubrey. Yeah, I like that. She's got that real, like, darkness about her with, like, with not yeah. only her humor, but her whole style, like, self proclaimed style. Yeah, it's the just like deadpan. Yeah, very deadpan, very much like a. Side note, and this connects a little bit to Star Wars because Mark Hamill does the voice of Chucky, but that Child's Play remake was actually pretty good, and Aubrey Plaza's in it. She's solid. Yeah, she would be good. Ooh, I like that option. I'm trying. There's so. I feel like there's someone out there though. I just can't think of them. We'll be laying in bed, and I know. I'm gonna be thinking about this all the time. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's. There's a character I saw. It's funny. So I referenced Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones. I could totally see. I think Amelia Clark like is wouldn't be the fit, but like the the actress that plays uh, Cersei Lannister. Mm, Lena Headley. Lena, Lena Headley. Yeah. 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 Or the actress I forget her name that plays um, Queen Marjorie. Like some of those those female characters in Game of Thrones that can be very like manipulative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it fit. Or uh, Queen's Gambit. Um, oh, what was her name again? Anya Taylor Joy. Yes, that one. She could be good as a Black Arachnia. I th- I think. Um, uh, Amelia Clark would be a good air raiser, perhaps. The the Falcon yeah. Gal. Yeah. I think she's got yes. that kind of like Ruby Silverbolt. Because Silverbolt has a very um Who was he's like a poet. Who was Silverbolt? Right? Like again? he's he's like a theater poet, the way he talks. Mm. Theaterbolt was the he was the hybrid of the wolf and like the Arachnia, the queen of my soul. Like he just be so So Silverbolt Who's was the saying? wolf. Uh, falcon mix, right? Like the flying wolf. Yeah, he was like the flying dog. Yeah, okay. The fly, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yes, <laughs> Tudyk. Yeah. yeah, that guy does. Someone who can really play up like that poetic, yeah, uh, po- poetic but comic relief kind of thing at the same time. Yeah, uh, I think he'd be good. Okay, uh, Batista would be Inferno, the Ant Man. I think like it's got to be someone with a uh, an accent. You think so? He can do really good. Like, yeah, he's got that kind of like. He never really had a Shakespearean. For for Inferno, oh, like queen. the 
My queen. My queen. I just, I, I think it might be a little bit too close to Drax, perhaps, but I feel like it would be that where, like, mm. my queen, <laughs> may I clean mm. your gun? <laughs> yeah, who would that be? Um, John Cena. Have you ever watched the? Have you ever watched the IT Crowd? No. You've never seen the IT Crowd. I've never seen the IT Crowd. No. Uh, there's one one character that I think would have been perfect. It was the the boss. Um, or actually, um, Jermaine Clement would be pretty sick. Oh, Jermaine! Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I I always picture Inferno having like an over the top, like British accent, like for my queen, whatever you wish, sir. But maybe I'm imagining things. Maybe that's not how it always was. Yeah, I just watched it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Do you know who else could pro- maybe pull off a rat trap? <clears throat> we haven't talked about rat trap yet, but. Oh, wait, no, sorry, oh. we did. John Leguizamo. Yep, sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. Yeah. What's his name from uh, Frozen, the elf? The old, the, the Olaf. Oh, uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. If he, like, changed, if he didn't make it Olaf, right? Like, if he mm. kind of got a little bit more gangster with it. Like, by gangster, I mean, like, yeah. 1930s New York mob. I feel, I, I feel like John Leguizamo is just, like, Absolutely perfect. He's got the sass. He's got like the the attitude, the passion, the fire, the like don't give a shit about authority kind of vibe to it that does yeah. not sound much at all like the original Rat Trap. However, he's got that kind of essence about him that I think would just. I think the original Rat Trap voice, though, you can't replicate. No, you that. can't. You can't copy that because th- it was a great voice, but it's also a voice built for animation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if this is like a lie, I know it'll be a lot of CGI and stuff, but like if this is live action, I feel like you need to take a different take. Mm-hmm. Even Silverbolt, this is purely just I, Matthew McConaughey for Silverbolt, I think would be fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Black like Rebecca, Owen yeah. Wilson. My sweetie. Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. wow. Maximize. Wow. 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 I just say maximize and then I turn into a robot. Wow. Wow. Or Vin, like Vince Vaughn as Dinobot. <laughs> <laughs> just get the, the, what are they called? The frat pack. Will Ferrell can be Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> no. He could do it if he did it like <laughs> Will uh, Ferrell would be a like good uh, Megatron. <laughs> I mean, I like, I'm sold on Peter Dinklage, but like hearing Will Ferrell. If, if he did it like Mugatu or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. Get these Cybertronian crystals away from the Maximals. I could see Vince Vaughn and like uh, John Favreau as Dinobot and Rat Trap. Yeah. That'd be fucking good. That would be good. I'd like that. Um, I'm trying to think who else, what other characters might be I think. It. I think Jake. I mean, I, I think they're going to stick to the core the core that we like they started with in the original beast yeah Wars, but there are definitely other characters that they added in like waspinator who would be a waspinator uh i think you get anybody to do that yeah i, don't know. I think you, i think it'd be cool if you just got like a one of those like classic or like well-known just voice actors who could just kill it yeah that's one of those ones where you don't necessarily want like a recognizable name because the voice is so different and so weird. Like, what's the point of getting like a big name actor just yeah. to do an impression? Yeah. And the other thing too is they they I feel like you could have. So I, I think on a maximal side, you have Optimus Primal, you have Rat Trap, you have Rhinox, you have Cheetor as your core four. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Dinobot joins them. Mm-hmm. That's part of the movie arc. Yeah. Is him joining them. <laughs> And then on the Predacon side, you have like Dinobot originally, but he's sort of in that no man's land for the movie until he picks sides. And then you have Megatron, Pterosaur. Um, what was the the one? Scorpinox? Scorpinox, yeah. Oh, Scorp- yeah. We didn't talk about Scorpinox yet. He was one of the originals. Yep. That would be awesome. And Waspinator. Scorpinox was kind of and touched then- on in the original Transformers, but like... That wasn't really Scorpinox, ah, though. It was no. It was, it was just a scorpion in the sand. It was a scorpion right? robot. Like, <laughs> that's all it was. But I feel like that would be your core four on each side, with Dinobot sort of like tipping the odds, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, 
And then if you did like a sequel, that's when you start to introduce like other characters and some of the other stuff that we know. Um, but yeah, there's so many possibilities. The thing is- but they might even introduce, for the sake of it, they might introduce new maximal Predacon characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like introduce one new on each side. Um, or at least like one, just, just to like test them. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Like they'll they'll need some female. Right? Actually, oh, uh, sorry, I was just about to say that that there will well, be Black Arachnia should be in Black it. Arachnia. There there will be some more like female bots in there as well, just because the show was very heavily male, uh, male cast dominated. What do you guys think yep, of yep. this for for like a Megatron? Jane Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down with that. I'd be so down with Jane Lynch's Megatron. Especially this Megatron, like the dinosaur one, like yes. <laughs> Just here you can't you can't BS a BSer. <laughs> I, I think she would kick a million asses as Megatron. Oh my you god. Know what, I'm so I'm so attached and so proud of my Peter Dinklage recommendation. No, I can't break it's like if Peter Dinklage wasn't available, then I would totally go for Jane Lynch <laughs> over everybody else. If he had prior commitments. And yeah. uh yeah. Or Oh, getting getting Jane Lynch to be Megatron that would just be such a, like one of those kind of mold breakers that would just be like, <laughs> but they have to put her, they have to put uh, Megatron in a tracksuit when he when he <laughs> when he when he transforms, it has to look like a tracksuit. <laughs> he transforms into like a gym whistle. <laughs> yeah, like an Adidas well, Adidas tracksuit. The Adidas strike marks I could have be to be wrong, on. but I think one of the original in the, one of the original stories. Like way way back in the day, didn't Megatron was didn't he transform into a gun? Oh yeah, the original Megatron was a gun, like in the in the cartoons. Yeah, yeah. I think they, the uh, they pay tribute to that in the in the Transformers movie, the the first one in 07. No, he was, was, he was a jet plane okay. in that. But didn't they? What wasn't it part of the movie where he kept like jumping from different object to object to transform? Could be. Oh, I don't remember. And then he went back to being a jet plane. Maybe I don't remember. I remember I the one thing was like a boombox, the little, the little like shitty droid that stole the plans, kind of thing, or hijacked mm-hmm. Air Force One or something. He he kind of did something like that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, whatever they do, they need to find a way to include what's his name in it. Who's what's his name? I think he's fucking hilarious. Oh, hang on. Oh, John John Tudorow. John Tudorow, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and sorry, that that goes back to what I was about to say was that I, I, I'm trying to quell my enthusiasm I just, about I just this. Thought, oh, sorry. Sorry, Pat. I have to stop you because I just thought of a, another great rat trap. Now that you said John Tudorow, which made me think of um, the Big Lebowski, which then made me think of Steve Buscemi as rat trap. Uh, oh, my God. What is it? Uh, right? Yeah. That's fucking it. That is it. Steve. That is fucking it. <laughs> Steve Crazy Eyes Buscemi as Rat Trap. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me a sausage big muffin. How <laughs> <laughs> about peanut butter and olive on my pizza? Oh, Steve <laughs> Buscemi would be so That is good. perfect. I can go to bed happy Yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's, that's a wet dream right one. there. Well done. You earned it. Stop yelling at me! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that—that's exactly it. Yeah, Steve Buscemi wins as Rat Trap, hundred percent. Ah, that would be so good. <laughs> uh, but oh but God. like, what's going to overshadow this damn movie, as it always does, is the human element. The humans oh, are the ones add, add who like drive the story. Who like I don't know if if these if Michael Bay just thinks that humans are more relatable to actual people than these adored childhood robots are, but I I can guarantee oh. you I had better better emotional relationships with these transforming toy robots than I did with many of my peers as a bullied youth. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will I'll gladly empathize. Jokes stronger. on you, Michael Bay. Yeah, like if you want my money, then then let me follow these Fair these enough. robots. Fair not uh, not Mark Wahlberg. Love you, Mark, but I know you're listening. Um, hey, hey, little girl. Hey, robot. What's, he, what's this transformer? Hey. 
What do you take gas? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. What? What? No. <laughs> what is that in that? What was that movie? Uh, that really terrible M. Night Shyamalan movie he was in, and there's a part where he's in the hallway and some old lady says something to him, and he's like, what? No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the grass or whatever it is. It became, I forget what it called. It became a meme because she says something like really insulting, and it's just out of nowhere, and he's like, what? No? <laughs> <laughs> I think you sent that to me one time. What? No. I recall, watching this. I recall watching this. Uh-oh. Oh yeah, it's well, there the was like happening. A, there was like a Mark the Wahlberg happening. compilation I watched where he just kept saying, "What? No? Huh? No?" <laughs> Although I love him and I love him in The Departed. Oh yeah, that, that that's so good. Oh, man. we just watched that two or three he nights ago. He plays a ago. great cop. My wife had never seen the movie before, so we uh, we put it on a couple of nights ago. I bet you, I bet you had two different accents, didn't you? Didn't you, little fuck? He's great. Also, in a have you ever seen the movie Shooter? Yes, mm-hmm. he's great. Oh, in Shooter. he's good, but it's but a but a Transformers vehicle, he is not. He is, and by vehicle, no, I mean someone not. to carry the story. Like, Mark, you're great. You can shoot a mean gun. You I'm can a do peacock. a mean push up. Yeah, he's an alpha. 100% he's an alpha. I'd submit. He could, I, I'd roll right on my back and he could rub my belly. But he's not going to compete for screen time with Optimus Primal. Nope. No, no, no. Especially not with Ron Perlman at the helm of, of Optimus Primal. <sighs> yeah. Well. That was should fun. We, should we should we let them back in? Star Wars? I yeah, Star Wars. You guys can come back in. We'll uh we'll 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 see you next week. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing up just for the just for the quick segment today, guys. Um but uh yeah, thank you again Star Wars. And listeners, thank you as well for coming on this ride with us. Thank you so much for tuning in and for allowing us to diverge into this trip to Cybertron uh along with us. Greatly appreciated. We hope you come back next week because we promise to actually talk about Star Wars. Sorry. I mean, it's got wars in it. Beast Wars. Beasties. We're in Canada. It's Beasties. Space Starsies. Oh, fair enough. Even though it was produced by a Canadian company, I'm pretty sure it was Nelvana that did it. I wouldn't doubt it. Beasties? I think. Nelvana just had a big anniversary. Owned by by Chorus Entertainment. Oh, there you go. And as always, we want to thank you again for hanging out with us today. And if you haven't done so already, please punch that subscribe button and give us a rating. Yes, thank you so much. And if you could also, if it's not too much of a imposition, uh, check out our YouTube channel that can be found in the show notes. That sounds like a great idea. And hey, while you're at it, we're most active on Instagram. So hit us up on there. Slide into those DMs with any recommendations, thoughts, theories, memes, or what have you. And we'd be most appreciated. We are at... Good morning, Alderaan. Once again, I'm Pat, and on behalf of my very handsome co-hosts, Andy and Ryan, I just want to say thanks for listening, and hey. Always be a Jedi in the streets. In a Sith. In the sheets. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Back streets, back. Oh, hey. Free Britney. Free <laughs> Britney.